What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the contents of this package show. This week, we will be covering our latest sample pack, the Cookout Composition Pack. This new sample collection pack features a slew of vintage analog synthesizers and keyboards, including a newly acquired 1977 Honer Pianet T recorded through two pre-amplifiers to call on the nostalgic sound of our favorite cookout anthems. We have the executive producer of this new pack, my man John Smythe. What's up, Smythe? How you doing, brother? Yo, I'm doing good, man. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. So let's jump right into it. So the cookout prominently features, obviously, the new Honer Pianet T that we just talked about, the Krumar Rodi, the Moog Opus 3, and the Moog Siren. Um, these are all rare and limited instruments. Let's talk about, you know, how you got into this and and how you were able to diversify all those sounds into one pack, man. Yeah. Um so I'm I'm really hype about the Honer Pianet. Um I can just, you know, go briefly into what it is. Uh so the Honer Pianet is an electric piano. Um it, it people say it's kind of like the middle point between a Rhodes and a Wurlitzer. Um mm. so the, there's a few different models. The one I have is the Honer Pianet T, which is a little more mellow um than say like the Pianet N, which has a little more bark to it. Um so the thing that, that really drew me to the Pianet uh, is the fact it's, it's kind of like a guitar. It's passive, so you don't have to plug it into the wall or, you know, into mm -hmm. in the power. Um, mm -hmm. There's no sustain pedal, uh, unfortunately. Okay. Um, Interesting. Yeah. So it, it, it presents its challenges. Now, wh now, why do you think that is? Like, was there, was, was there any news as to why they did that specifically with this particular instrument? Um, well, yeah. So this is... This is a, it's a vintage uh, electric piano. This is from like 1977, I think, is when they first started making them. Um, mm -hmm. But it's a, it's a cheaper instrument than like the Rhodes or the Wurlitzer. Um, right. It's really, it's just in a, a lower class, you know? Okay. Um, and I believe it was, it was one of those instruments that was uh, really targeted for students. Okay. Um, but uh, you know, it is a it's an, a vintage analog instrument, so it still has that warmth. Um, you know, it's a it's it's real moving parts instead of right. uh, you know VST. So um, so yeah, it, I think it was it was just the kind of thing where it was it was a little less expensive than getting like a Rhodes or or getting a Wurlitzer, so it's gonna have less mm -hmm. features on it. Um, right. But uh, it's this. I, I love playing this pianet. Like once I got over not having a sustain pedal, I really just enjoyed like turning all the stuff on. I have it running through a uh, through a game changer audio uh, sustain pedal that I'll use sometimes to sustain notes. Okay, um, you know it's a guitar pedal, but um, right. But a lot of times I'm not even really using that kind of sustain because it doesn't sound as natural as like a sustain pedal on a Rhodes or something. Mm. Um. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I, I've gone on and on and on even just now because I'm really, I'm really hype about it and I really love playing it. Well, I mean, it sounded, it sounded really, really good. Thank you. Um, now, obviously, this is the latest to the, the horde that is known as the Soul Surplus Instrument Collective. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, I think we're up to somewhere near like 35 to 40 instruments altogether. It's starting to get kind of ridiculous. Yeah. Um, 
Now, I for everybody listening, uh, what you wouldn't know except for finding out through the show is I actually challenged you with this particular pack. Um, the majority of the packs that you executive produce on, the guitar is pretty much always the prominent instrument that's featured in that pack, naturally so because you're a guitarist. Right. Um, the only packs I think that that wasn't the case was the Roadie Volume 1 and 2, and I think there was one other that I can't think of off the top of my head. But primarily the guitar is usually the star of the of, of the show, you know, pretty much any time that you're in charge of this particular pack. Um, the main reason being is because, I, you know, I wanted you to be able to, we wanted to create a pack where the guitar got maybe pushed back into the mix just a little bit. Right. Um, just to change it up a bit and to kind of really more mimic some of the older stuff where the guitar is just not always prominently featured, especially in soul stuff. Um, so what was it like, you know, transitioning into basically a keys player for this pack? Because anybody that's listening to this is probably going to naturally assume that Joel played a lot of the keys in this pack and, and he didn't play any keys in this pack, which is kind of crazy because, you know, I've looked over your shoulder while you've played keys in the past and you're, you're not a piano player, you know, so <laughs> yeah. it doesn't mean you suck or anything like that, you know, but you're just, that's not, you know, that's not your wheelhouse. So yeah. um, you, you, you told me straight up that you were a little scared, yeah, which I loved because I kind of feel like when we face that fear, that's when we do our best a lot of times. Right. So right. In, in my opinion, I think that this is just going to be one of those packs. I think this has the same, I think this is going to have the same tail as like a, a Port Rich where it could come out, but months later it's still selling regularly. Um, I think that this particular pack is going to be the same way. Um, but again, would love to hear what it was like, you know, transitioning into prominently featuring the keys on this particular pack and, and the challenges that may have presented itself with. Yeah. So, you know, what's funny. Um, I, I've actually been playing uh, keys for most of my life, um, mm -hmm. which is kind of why if you look at my technique, my technique is just, it just comes from years and years. Like I've probably been messing around with it, just messing around for probably about 20 years now. Um, but it's just years and years of, of teaching myself and not really having the right technique or using my thumbs the right way. Um, mm -hmm. So, but I, you know, I started playing guitar, what, 11 years ago? So, mm -hmm. um, so it, it's, it's really using my knowledge and theory and understanding music through guitar that helps me along with, you know, of course the raw, um, like the raw skill I have playing, playing, uh, piano or keyboard or, or what have you. Um, so when, when it came to this pack, uh, I think really what drove a lot of it is the joy that I had just playing the pianette. Like you, whenever we're on the phone, like if, if you know, I'm always sitting in my studio. You probably just hear me like tinkling around with it. I hear it. Yeah, every <laughs> time. I know and pretty much every mind. time. I'm like, can you please pay attention to what we're talking about? <laughs> Turn that off, please. Yeah, yeah. it's just something about it. It's you know, it's a, it's just a real instrument. Um, like you know, the the Opus and and the Rhodey. I use those a lot. Um, but those are those are electronic instruments. Those are synthesizers. Mm -hmm. Where like this is this like a guitar, you know, it needs to be amplified. Um the pianet has no volume knob. Um it's just it's just a bare instrument. 
Mm-hmm. There's there's just keys on it. Um, and I, I found myself getting lost in in the raw sound of it. Um, so so the way that I would do the compositions, um, you like, you know, I'll, I'll lay a bass line down. Um, and because I'm a little a little bit handicapped as a keyboard player, like, you know, I'll probably do like a triad in my left hand. Mm-hmm. And then, like, try to form some kind of melody. Um, mm-hmm. And because the pianet is so warm uh, and there's not a lot of high end in it, uh, a lot of times, like, the the top end, like, what I'm doing in my right hand will get lost unless I'm, uh, mm-hmm. like, up really high. Um, right. But what it does is it it helps bring ideas to what I'll do with the roadie. So so after I'll lay the, p- the you know, the bass and the pianet down, I have some kind of melody in my head. And then, of course, the roadie... Um, I think I use really on, on all the compositions, the vibraphone sound. Um, mm-hmm. And that, that has like a really, it's very sparkly. It cuts through, but like okay. when, when you're high up on it, like, you know, the, the high octaves, it just kind of, it really just sings. Um, right. Uh, so with the roadie, I'll, I'll do um, mostly texture stuff. Um, mm-hmm. And then the opus is just like, that thing is like a secret weapon. Of course you, you guys know we have two of those. I have one here at my studio. Joel has one down in Delaware. And, right. Um, yeah, that I, I didn't use that one as much on this pack, um, but I'd say it's probably in about half of the uh, half of the compositions. But of course, that that just kind of like it's like the icing on the cake. It pulls everything together. Um, right. Right. The guitar was actually the the things that I sometimes I recorded them after the pianet, um, but I remember you you referenced. Uh, when you when you first came to me with the idea, you referenced the OJ, the OJs. Um, mm-hmm. I can't. Do, what was the name of the song? I don't remember, bro. Okay, I don't remember <laughs> what I had for breakfast today. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but but I listened to what the guitar was doing, um, and of course, like you know, any anybody who's played in church, you never really know what the guitarist is doing because the guitarist is usually just all up in his own world doing whatever. Right. Cause he's not, right. he's not the main part of the music. Um, so I kind of just mentally got in that space and a lot of the guitar parts, um, they're just, they're, they're complimenting more so than, than driving the show. Mm-hmm. Um, but even, even sometimes recording the guitar right after the pianet as like, you know, the third thing that I'll do. Um, a lot of times I can hear other parts because I know how to play the compliment parts. Like I, it allows me to hear the rest of the music. Um, gotcha. Yeah, I mean, even even from um, uh, from that that OJ's track, that's where I came up with the idea of of it being like a cookout. You know, like mm-hmm. that's the the overall vibe of the of this kind of music, the good vibe. You know, right? Yeah, that was pretty much the the overarching desire when I came to you with the idea. I kind of just wanted something a little more vibey because sometimes the musicianship on the team is so good that you guys can kind of get lost in the sauce and you're just like, you're galaxy braining a composition, you know? And it's like, you listen to it and it's just like, this is literally the greatest sample composition I've ever heard. But like a lot of our customers might not necessarily know like what to do with that. You know what I mean? Right. Um, And so I felt like this particular pack kind of brought it back down to earth and kind of brought it back to the essence of, a lot of the stuff that was more sample, like in the '90s and the you know early 2000s. I mean, shoot, even till today. Um, 
And I know the one thing that I particularly appreciated about the Pianet was I tend to take all the highs off of like keys and stuff when I produce anyway. And this one sounds like I don't have to touch it at all. I can just <laughs> chop the sounds up. Um, Zari and I were listening through the, through the compositions in the office and it was just the, when you went to the bag of just kind of letting those chords kind of play together, it was just like, bro, we, we don't have a pack that sounds like this pack, which is oh, wow. weird to say. Um, but, but that, that instrument in and of itself, it's just nice to hear it introduce itself on this particular pack, just because it, it just brings a totally different vibe, mood, texture, um, to any of the stuff that we've that we've done in the past so um and i even appreciate the way that you know because i specifically said to you i was like you know i want less guitar chords and more yeah. guitar noodling right so um you know when you were first sending me some of the initial ideas you know i was i was texting you back in all caps <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah i was like i was like listen man anytime that you have um Anytime that you throw like a real basic lead on a guitar and it's and it's octaved, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, you're gonna get me right right in the bread basket every time. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, um, it was really good. And and that particular sound comes from like that. You know, that's like w w w I guess that's a West Montgomery vibe or whatever. Yeah. So you know. I, I'm I'm a uh, naturally when it comes to guitar, I'm more like a jazz guy. Um, right. That's that's kind of where so a lot a lot of the stuff that you say is like galaxy brain. It kinda it kinda is because um naturally like when I think seventies, um I'm I'm more I'm more so gonna go towards like Herbie Hancock or like right. uh uh Roy Ayers. That's actually, mm -hmm. you know, what someone someone said that this pack gave them Roy Ayers vibes and that's kind of mm -hmm. like exactly but the 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 sweet thing about Roy Ayers, which it makes that comparison even better, is that Roy Ayers, like if if you really know Roy Ayers, you know he's one of the best vibraphonists to ever mm -hmm. live. Like he is an accomplished jazz vibraphonist. But what everyone knows him for is uh uh daylight and um uh searching. Uh but what what's the one that everyone plays in the summertime? Everybody everybody loves the sunshine. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that's kind of that's really what this what this pack was about. So there's like the 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 jazz guitar kind of plays into like that jazz soul, but I'm again like pulling back the guitar and 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 pushing forward the the vibraphone on the roadie and the and the pianet for that for that right. soul sound. You know, you know one thing I think that I'd like to do for next year. And we're kind of already doing this for for the holidays in the winter that are coming up. I just really think that we just need to start putting out albums like that signify the beginning of these changes in seasons and stuff like that. Specifically summer and Christmas time. Yeah. There's something about the vibe of when you get that first or second week in June and then that, you know, the day after Thanksgiving, you're just transported right into Christmas. Right. Um, and I just like listening to, listening to these compositions, you know, it's, it's interesting because up until this point I had been okay with, you know, everything being royalty free and I still am, you know, that, that goes without saying that's our business model, but there's just something about 
this particular sound that I feel like we're still kind of holding back from just casual listeners and they'll they'll never hear this stuff, mm. you know, because they're never going to come to Soul Surplus ever. You know what I'm saying? Unless yeah. they maybe stumble upon the media part of what we're doing with podcasts and stuff like that. But this stuff is just so good. I mean, you literally could have taken this and made this into an album. Um, and because I know what I'm going to do is I'm going to take probably like three or four of these and I'm going to make these into songs. Mm. And then I'm going to throw them in my phone and then I'm going to, you know, open up the the sunroof and I'm going to put the windows <laughs> down and I'm going to ride to it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's it's literally right. that good. You know what I'm saying? So throw, throw some of Pudge's drums on it, you know, to give it a little bit of movement, you know. Um, yeah. Wow. Just, just really, really proud of you and 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 the job well done that you did with this pack, man. It's it's really, really great. Yeah, I I appreciate it, and 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 thank you for the the push, and the nod towards something different. Um, mm. and I, I think you know I, I'm I'm not gonna say what what's coming out next month. Um, <laughs> I think you know what I'm talking about. Quite interesting. Yeah. So so actually doing this pack is is really helping me kind of get in the mode of creating compositions and creating um, sort of a going kind of in the same direction that we did last, last time, but um, you know, a little, a little more towards like a different vibe this time around. I, I don't, mm. I, I'm speaking very vaguely cause I'm not going to give it away cause you guys are just going to, you guys will know when, when it drops. Right. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure just even with the vagueness that you say, everybody knows what you're talking about. Yeah. So shout out to being terrible at keeping secrets. <laughs> My man, John Smythe, everybody. <laughs> no, but, but seriously, man, this is, uh, I, I, we definitely like, this is just, it's like one through 10. It's just, yo, this is really, really amazing. There's this more than three times. Like I, put stuff on and then you I do the sit back in the chair with my eyes closed and just kinda like bruh with the ugly face, you know. Wow. So now this is really good. But uh but yeah man, appreciate you hopping on. Uh is there anything else that you wanted to cover specifically about this pack that maybe you wanted the fans to to know about? Wow. Um yeah again like 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 you said earlier, uh I believe you said you definitely wanna get the stems for this one. Um mm-hmm. Because I don't know, I don't know any other packs that are gonna have this many rare instruments, right. um, or vintage instruments recorded through, um, like actual tube amplifiers. I'm not, I'm not talking about UAD uh, tube preamp, even though it's great UAD stuff. Uh, you know, I use that stuff too, and I'm not talking about, um, you know, the the Honer Pianet VSTs. Even though I have I have uh, the Keyscape one, and it's right, good, right. but <laughs> I compared it side by side. Like I, I literally have my MIDI keyboard like perpendicular to the to the Pianet, and it's almost it doesn't compare. <laughs> not not even close. I've heard right. roadie uh, roadie VSTs, and I'm not gonna talk about that. <laughs> uh, so so yeah, the stems definitely definitely go for the stems. Um, the other cool thing about the stems on this one is that, uh, the way, the way that I, I mastered them, although the guitars are pulled back in the compositions and how I mixed it, um, the guitars are still mastered. So they're, they're peaking, um, 
some of them they're, they're not like you know of course brick walled so that they're all gonna peek right, at, right. at you know but um you know they're loud enough to where it, you know if you want to mix them in your composition to have them a little bit higher then you kind of have a almost a different sounding uh sample altogether so yeah um mm. definitely definitely go for the for the stems on this one bet bet yeah, this was this was definitely one of the ones that I just kind of felt like, you know, we're introducing a brand new instrument and even just the style of, you know, where we're going with this particular pack. The the regular sample pack I felt like wouldn't do this this particular pack justice. No. Um and you know, while we do have the composition um format available, the stems is definitely the way to go, especially with this one even to just get the pianet by itself and then i know it's just i know it's a little expensive but it's definitely worth you know a lot of times we we do get emails and dms and and you know sometimes guys are confused why you know the composition packs are, are one price and especially like the the composition and stems um pack is is priced that way but it, there's just there's just a bit more love in the composition packs in general um just because in essence what in the regular sample packs is kind of, we're just more capturing a phrase and the composition pack is it's, it's almost in essence, just a song, right? It's a mini song. Um, so there's just a lot more love, a little bit more attention paid, you know, like what you were just talking about where you may not use the pre-tube amplifiers, you know, or the two pre-amplifiers with the regular sample pack, but because right. it's a composition pack, you'll push the, you know, you'll push the pedal a little bit more. Yeah, absolutely. No, that you hit it right on the head. Um, yeah, the the melodic loop packs, you know, those are a little more uh produced if you you know, if you want to say like that. Produced meaning right. um of course their their loops and their uh you know, they're they're meant to work four bars or eight bars at a time where um you know, I'm not I'm not looping anything in these composition packs. Like I'm playing it through. Yep, top to way, bottom. Top to bottom. Yep. So yeah. Yeah, everything. Yeah, you and it, yeah, and it sounded. It, it just. It's. It's just really good, man. This is definitely. This is a. This is a, a. A top three for the year, and it's not. It's not number three and number two. So. Oh wow. You know what I'm saying? Like it's. It's really that good. Like I mean, that's. That's just me. That's just me. You know what I'm saying? And that also. Anytime you hear me go there, that's because I'm already thinking about what I can do with it. You know. Yeah. So. Um. So take that as you know as you as you will. But yeah, man, appreciate you uh, hopping on and. And just giving us some insights, man. Uh, we'll talk to you soon. All right.